to free yourself from the suffering nature of mind is really striking at the root cause of suffering which is your deep identification with your name and your body and your past and potential future as a definition of who you are. This is the source of all suffering. And the mind has many different aspects to it. So when you enter the spiritual path, meditation is one of the great practices for calming and quieting the mind and often people are unsuccessful in their meditation practice because it becomes a kind of concentration focusing on your breath or counting right and then meditation is rendered ineffective as the mind wanders from thought to thought or emotion and thoughts about our emotions right True meditation really examines the meditator. Who is it that meditates? And when you actually discover the source of the meditator, the mind naturally rests in the heart, right? This is the nature of true meditation. And then the thoughts that move through mind and the emotions that are associated with them no longer have the ability to pull us from the source because the mind actually is looking for a place to rest. The mind itself can become exhausted with all the thoughts, right? And the whole purpose of mind is to keep you alive, so it's kind of like the early warning system. The challenge is to recognize that not everything we think is true, right? And the source of these thoughts itself is this empty, vast, aware presence. But we're used to giving the attention to the thoughts or the feelings and avoiding this emptiness where all thoughts arise. But when we look at the source of the meditator, then the mind can rest in its own source, right? And then we naturally experience the bliss of pure being. The super judge of the super ego is a kind of self-torture. We torture ourselves with a very negative internal conversation about ourselves, about how bad we are or how wrong we are or what we should be doing or could be doing or would have done if we had known what we didn't know at the time, right? So it's this self-torture of the superego that creates a very intense kind of internal suffering which is seated on top of a deep sense of self-hatred which is really at the root of every egoic structure this identification about who we are as a person based on our past experiences and what we're projecting onto the future and the superego is the aspect of mind that we use to beat ourselves up. It's the whip, right? But what is this superego? What is this nature of mind, right? So we don't have just one mind to overcome. And this is one of the many misconceptions about self-realization. 
because self-realization is the complete and total annihilation of this deep sense or feeling that you are this person with a particular name, a particular past, and hopefully a particular future, right? It's deeply ingrained in our genetics, but we don't have just one mind. We have a mechanical mind, an emotional mind, an intellectual mind, and an instinctual mind, and all four of those minds have those same aspects. So we basically have 16 minds to overcome, and this is the veil that keeps us from directly not only recognizing the truth of who we are but living from that truth we betray ourselves by trusting our mind you betray yourself by trusting the mind and the negativity that flows through your mind and this whip seems real this deep feeling that you did it wrong or you could have done it better if only you had known, right? Or beating yourself up on the spiritual path. Why can't you maintain bliss? Why do you awaken in one moment and then you go into your life and the old patterns of suffering reemerge? So to see through the superego, you have to look at the, the cause of it, the source of it, right? This is a mechanical aspect of your mind, the biological drive to survive, which is seated in the reptilian brain, right? This is a part of your physical brain that is deeply rooted in the primal drive to survive, right? And this is where the seat of the genetic mind lives. So to remove the whip of the superego is to first recognize that this root cause is not real. This sense or identity, your name, your past, your future, all of it is an illusion of mind. And when you start to see through this, the whip naturally disappears, the whip of the superego, right? So this is really seeing through this super judge. So we judge ourselves, the root of the superego is this deep sense of self-hatred that every person has regardless of what their life experience is. There's a deep sense that you're not good enough that you're not worth it. you're not worth anything you're not lovable right this is self-hatred and this sits at the root of the superego so really in meeting the superego you're meeting this deep sense of self-hatred what is this sense of self-hatred really right and it actually goes back to the birth process when you were born, it was a terrifying experience. Even if it was a perfectly natural birth with no complications, right? The birth process is traumatic for the baby and the mother. And this forms 
a kind of ring of terror inside yourself that goes unconscious as you grow up, as you develop, right? But this ring of terror is where the ego resides. It sits on top of it. And the feeling is that there's a deep sense of a hole inside of ourselves. This is the source of the longing for happiness, the longing for success, the longing from notoriety, right? It all is based on this ring of terror and the deep sense of self-hatred, right, lives on top of that. So in examining self-hatred, there has to be this willingness to meet the terror in the core. It's another form of meeting death, death of the physical form, which is terrifying to the mind because the purpose of your mind and the superego is to keep you alive. That's its primary function. But in the willingness to meet this terror, to meet the physical death, to meet the annihilation of this idea of you with a past, a particular past, right, that's unique to you and a particular future that you hope to have, to cut through that is to cut through the genetics, but it begins by meeting the death of the physical and the death of your identity. This is the root cause and the deep self-hatred that often sits on top. So it takes a certain courage to meet this, to open and honestly examine what is actually here, what is deeper than your name and your form. How do you stop this movement of mind to judge so to see through the super judge of the super ego, you have to meet this gaping void inside of yourself, this ring of terror, this primal fear of death, right? And all of this is rooted in this primal drive to survive. So it's, it's simple what I'm talking about, but not easy to meet the terror, to meet the fear, to meet the self-hatred, is to see through it, is to see that this identity is not at all what you think it is, right? And at first it can seem overwhelming and scary, but in the moment that you're willing to stop, the moment you're willing to examine this more closely, if you take the label, terror off, if you examine the longing itself, where it does the longing originate, what is the longing, what is the terror, what is the void, it's in the willingness to undress or unzip these ideas that you have about it, that you no longer avoid it. This is the nature of inquiry, is to have the courage to stop, to meet it, to examine it to discover how it works. How does the super judge judge you? How does it happen? There are steps along the way. It's not instant. It seems instant. It seems like your reactions are instant, like your internal conversation happens on its own and you have no control over it. But none of that is true, right? 
You do have control. You can see the steps. But in order to see that, you have to stop. You have to stop believing the super judge of the super ego, right? To examine what is this judge? Where does it come from? And meet what you discover. It's always about discovery. It's not about knowing anything. Even what I am relaying to you here is not about knowledge or collecting more information. It's about stopping and discovering inside yourself how does the super judge judge you? Where does that come from? How does it happen? What triggers it? And it's in the willingness to examine this and to meet what is there for you. It might be a deep sense of despair or hopelessness instead of fear. Or maybe that's underneath the fear. But only you can discover for yourself. And underneath the super judge, if you cut through the root of self-hatred, you can discover directly the bliss and freedom that you are and always will be. Thank you so much for listening. This is Koshi, and I'll be talking to you again soon. Mm-hmm.